what I'm about to say. Hey. I thought you were starting. Oh. <laughs> hey, this is Shelby. And this is Courtney. And thanks for joining us today on All Things Macabre. Here on All Things Macabre, we discuss all the things under the topic of odd, weird, true crime, supernatural, and fiction. This podcast contains language and content that is not suitable for all listeners, so listener discretion is advised. If you find a topic we are discussing interesting, we encourage you to do some research on your own. You never know what you may learn. We are just a couple of old friends telling each other stories that we find interesting. And hoping that you'll enjoy and laugh along with us. Through some stories that are weird, true, or fictional that will just make you say, what the fuck? And now, for the fun part. Hey, Macabre Mob, it's Shelby. And Courtney. And today, we're just going to talk to you a little bit about everything that's been going on. Kind of like a catch-up. Yeah. Yeah, because we haven't posted in two weeks. I can't keep up with it. Things have been a little hectic. Uh, let me let me get my deco glasses. Your what? My damn, I'm getting old glasses. <laughs> <laughs> These are my deco glasses. Deco? <laughs> And copyright by Shelby. <laughs> I've been sitting on that one for a couple of days. Of course you have. Here we go with the dad jokes. Jesus Christ. Well, Father's Day just passed. <laughs> we, we just did that. Uh, it was actually kind of cool because Jaden, you took Jaden to go get me some stuff behind my back because obviously I would know if Tina took him. It's kind of hard to do anything. Well, it was hard just for me to come up with something to tell you why I was taking him somewhere to get anything anytime you can take him out of our hair we're good with it well i figured i had to have some type of excuse but (laughs) no not with us well technically (laughs) with you i do because even though i was like i'm just gonna take him to gamestop and there's a game that he's interested in and what do you say what game and i'm thinking (laughs) fuck i don't even know what game so now i'm telling you for the first time and everybody else is about to hear this i literally on the spot just googled some random ass game (laughs) and i was like he likes football, so okay, there's this cool little zombie football type game, and I was like, bet. So that's what I told you about. Yeah, you the know, game. whenever I asked you what it was, I was gonna see, you know, what game it was and maybe send you some money to put towards it. I looked up the game and I was like, this does not look like some shit he would play. Actually, he told me he's actually been looking at it on YouTube videos. It's only and about stuff. 15 bucks on, uh, GameStop's website. He so. actually is interested in it. To they might be have honest. it on the Game Pass. I don't know. I have to look into it for him. <laughs> but it was really good. He uh, he got me a couple of plants and a Simpson shirt, number one dad shirt. I'm so excited to wear it. So I was actually talking to Tina about this on Father's Day. I told her I was kind of bummed out because here I am stepping up, taking care of a kid. I can't take Mother's Day, because obviously that's hers. I don't really fit in for Father's Day. I was like, why don't they have a bonus Parents' Day? They do. They do. It is actually July 12th. July she, 12th. Yeah, she 
marked it on the calendar for me. Yeah, I was going to say, let me see what day that's on. July 12th, so that's a Wednesday. So you said it's called Bonus Parents Bonus Day? Bonus Parents Day. Cool. So okay. I thought that was really interesting. It's probably kind of like Grandparents Day. It's not really a thing. Yeah. It's so cool, though. But it, there are a lot of parents out there that deserve a little oh, yeah. recognition. I mean... For sure. Those of us who step up and raise a kid when we don't have to, it's because we love them. And it feels good. It feels good. It was nice to get some stuff from him. Well, he's been planning this, I know, for about for about a week. And he wanted to do it yesterday, but Tina had already told me that he was going to be with his dad. So I was like, okay, well, never mind. So that kind of pushed it off. And so today, you know. How well, it works for me. You know, I, I never need the actual celebration on the holiday. <laughs> uh, I like to celebrate stuff after the holiday because you can get everything half price. Exactly. <laughs> So we made it happen, and you had no clue. No, I did not. It was awesome. It was really (laughs) awesome. So, you've had a scare lately. Is that how we're phrasing it? Yeah. Yeah, because it scared us. It scared everybody. It it got to the point I was ready to come up and pick you up and take you up to Vanderbilt myself. (laughs) We talked about it. We were actually going to take Jaden to drop off somewhere and head up there and make you go. Uh, yeah, so... It turns out my shunt has moved, but before everybody's like, oh my god, her shunt has moved. At first, initially, that's what Shelby's talking about, being scared of. That's what I was scared of, but there was some miscommunication between doctors and everything, and I was originally told I was going to have to have surgery again. Which, just a disclaimer there, when you got the shunt put in, as soon as you woke up from that surgery, you got told you had to go back into surgery to move the shunt. Yeah, because it needed to be in a better spot, or a better placement, yeah. So, automatically, I'm freaking out, because I'm like, fuck, you already went for a second surgery to get it moved, and then the m- motherfuckers moved on you. Yes, and so now so, round three, I'm going to have to go to get a completely brand new one. Yeah, so I, that's what I was worried about, but you got good news. As the next night, the, or the next, next morning, day, yeah. after I had a whole panic attack. That night later, which, sorry mom, she's just not finding that out when she listens to this episode. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) anyway, uh, yeah, I found out that the doctors woke me up at 5 o'clock that morning. He was like, so, just to let you know, it did move, but it's in a better spot than what it originally was. So, that's what all the pain that you were feeling and the discomfort and everything was because it was moving. And I'm like, what? It just blows my mind that they had to go put it in a better spot and then it moved on its own to a better spot. Yeah, like how far, where is it? I want to know where it's at. I know it's like over in this area. I don't know if you want to think about that thing just moving around in your head. (laughs) I really don't. I kind of joked and said (laughs) that I was like uh, Cousin Eddie from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when he goes to get on the, the sled with Clark and he tells Clark, he's like, I would join you, but I can't. He said, because over here on this side of my head, and he knocks on it, which I'm not going to do. He says, a piece of government plastic. (laughs) And so I told mom that I can't really, like, participate in any, like, hardcore activities or anything because I have a piece of government plastic. (laughs) With a tube. (laughs) With a tube in my head. And so I have to baby my, you know, government piece of plastic. Ooh, that's, that's good. So that means that no one can ever try to choke you out or anything because then they will have an assault on a government property. 
Because you got a tube going down your throat. Oh my god. <laughs> that escalated very quickly. No, I, I'm still tripping out about it. It's like a vein in the side of your neck, but it's not a vein. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it gets annoying. I know you have no choice, though. <laughs> you know, I'm stuck with it. And then you, you got out, which is good news, but it was still bad. <laughs> it turns out, yeah, before I even started getting sick with the IIH bullshit, it turns out I had bronchitis and didn't realize it until after I got out of the hospital. And then that became full-blown bronchitis. And then I didn't have voice for shit. Two weeks? I know last week I was... You came down last weekend and I didn't say anything to you while you were here because there was no sense in it. We were just chilling anyway. Yeah. But yeah, me and Tina talked about it the next day. You sounded way too awful to record. I didn't have a voice. I was. It was terrible. It, it was rough. I felt for you. I'm just now getting a voice back and it's nice to be able to talk again because I couldn't talk earlier and that's my whole job is... Uh, yeah. To talk, and I can't if I don't have a voice. It was difficult. You gotta get creative. But, that's another reason why we've been so far behind, but to go ahead and kind of forecast everybody for, you know, some, some maybe a few more weeks ahead of time. It's not done for me. There's a few more bumps in the road ahead of, you know, for me, but... A lot of change is coming up. A lot of change. And so, therefore, we may have some hit or miss episodes because... I don't know what my schedule is about to be like for the next few weeks, but we'll make it work. Somehow, some way, we'll make it work. Well, I've been working some extra hours myself to try to make a little extra money. I've got an issue in my bathroom right now, which you know very well about. Mm. You smelled it last weekend. I have a dead mouse or something. So I told my landlord, and I got told pretty much to uh, let it decay on its own. And deal with it or go on to a family friend or something. So I took my leaf blower and I blew some baking soda down up under the tub. And no one can get up under the house because it's only about maybe three or four inches off the ground. No moisture barrier. It's a great time. It smells fantastic in there. <laughs> so uh, we've we've actually... Publix had a BOGO on air fresheners this week. It was, like, meant to be. So I got one of those and popped it in there, and we're just hoping it decays soon. We hope it's just a mouse. Whatever it is, something needs to... Something needs to something. I don't know. Well, nature's taking its course right now. It it comes and goes, getting better and worse. I mean, it's still not something you want to go in there and take a shower in. Welcome to Alabama. Alabama. Sweet home Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) I have had an interesting morning recently, though. It's been fantastic. I feel like a sarcasm. Well, my boy would think otherwise, but... So they they do this rabies clinic every year. (laughs) Oh, I know where this is going. And the shots are only about 15 bucks. They used to be like five, but no, they're 12. I'm sorry. But a piece? A piece. So I've got six cats. So $72 later and a very shocked person filling out my information on all six of my cats. <laughs> I, getting these cats into the car was the biggest challenge. 
Okay, I've got six cats. I've got two older boys. They get along really well. I got them in a carrier together. One of them refused to go in there. Like, I'm talking, he stopped at the thing like there was a force field in front of it. <laughs> you, I had to shove him in there. It was a pain in the ass. So, anyways, I got Sid and Meowth in the carrier. I was going was Sid the, the one that refused Sid was to the go? one that refused to move. He is the old man. He is 13, and he is the most stubborn-headed cat I have ever seen in my life. Luckily for me, I'm a heavy sleeper, but he wakes Tina up every morning around 3 or 4 o'clock oh, in the I, morning, scratching on the window to get in or out. I, or he's crying at the door to be let out. He refuses to use a litter box. He has to go outside. He's he's spoiled rotten. It's me, Mom, and Poppy's fault. As he's over here purring right now, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm innocent. And then we got Pugsley in his harness, because he's he's used to going on car rides and stuff. He's pretty good about it. Jagger was pretty simple. I had a dog harness that fit her, like, for a chihuahua or something. She hated it, <laughs> but she did it. And then Bailey, the youngest one, was running back and forth and back and forth. She did not know what was going on, but she was not going to be a part of it. <laughs> So after about 10 minutes of chasing her back and forth and finally catching her, I put her in another little harness I had. So I had three cats in harnesses, two in the crate, and then we have one left. The demon. Wednesday. <laughs> oh, good old Winnie. So I had another carrier that I was going to put her in, and this one had like a zipper on both sides, right? <laughs> I didn't know it had a zipper on both sides. I thought it had a zipper on one side. So I, I scruffed this cat that is already attacking me like crazy. I was going to say, I'm... I, you you deserve an award for just grabbing this cat because there's she's, no way she's feisty. There's no way, and she she goes to hurt you. Like some cats don't try to hurt you; they just want to get no, away. She wants to get. She you. wants to hurt you. <laughs> so she's trying to bite me and stuff. But of course, I got her scruffed to where she can't. She's still getting me with her back claws every now and then. <sighs> I get her in this carrier. I zip it up. And she shoots right out the fucking back. So I did not know it had the back zipper. So I go have to grab her again. <laughs> scruff her. I get her in there. I zip it up. Okay, she's in the bag. Cool. Awesome. 30 minutes later, after getting those cats, putting them in the car, which Tina picked up the carrier with Sid and Meowth in it. It's one of those old pet taxis. Mm -hmm. That little handle, you know how it just pops in there? Yeah. She picked it up there so heavy, those motherfuckers just bloop, fell right down. <laughs> And I was like, all right, y'all fat. And Meowth has gotten to be big. He is a big cat. So, yeah, their little fat asses just poop hit the ground. So we had to carry them out, you know, like bulky and shit. I'm dying back here. <laughs> so we get them all in the car. On the way to the car, Bailey's having a couch. Meow, meow. I didn't even know this cat could go that low with her fucking tone. I didn't know she could be that loud either. Pugsley's just chill. He's like, hey, let's go for a ride. All right. So we go a whole whopping maybe three minutes down the road to catch where they're doing it. Spent all this smart. time just to drive three minutes down yes, the road. Yes, 30 minutes getting ready for three minutes. It's worse than kids. It's awful. So we get over there. I fill out the paperwork. You know, the lady's surprised I have six cats. I am too, but it's okay. <laughs> That's why I'm doing this instead of going to your normal vet hours because I can't afford that for six cats. She even recognized me. She's like, you're a patient, aren't you? Like, you got cats that go there. Yes, I do. Yes, I need to come get more flea medicine. You need to give me a bulk discount. So 
We get all that filled out. I'm like, all right, cool. You coming to the car or do I need to bring them up here? They're coming to the car. Cool. All right. They kind of follow me out there because I have six cats. They send two people out there to give these cats shots. So I'm like, all right, Jagger's in the front seat. She's being chill. So she gets her shot. She's good. Bailey, she's doing good. She's chill. Pugsley gets his shot. He's good. They're all in harnesses. They're good. So I was like, bet. All right. I got Sid and Meowth in that crate together. I know they'll be all right. Sid's been, they've both been to the vet several times. So I pull Sid out, let him get his shot. I pull Meowth out and I'm like, ah, man, they shit in the crate. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Right here in front of a couple doctors, I've got cat shit all in the crate. So they're just looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I get their shots, and then I'm like, all right, Winnie's the last one, and then we can go home. Thankfully, this is done. So I grab the bag, and I put my hand up under it, because it's like a cloth bag. Put my hand up under it, and it's soaked in cat piss. I was like, fucking Winnie pissed all over the thing. They shit all over the crates. It looks like a fucking circus going on here, just trying to get some cheap shots. It It's awful. So I go ahead, and I'm like, look... This cat's really violent, so I'm not going to pull her out, but I can unzip the back part. You can give her a little shot in the ass, and I'll keep her scruffed through the bag the whole time. They were totally cool with that, and they did it quicker than any other cat. So we got her done, taken care of, zipped her back up, threw her back in the car. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> good. Back in the car. <laughs> Put that motherfucker in drive, got out of there. Awesome. We get just across the parking lot. Cats are all running around, not too happy or whatever. You know, none of them's in a crate or carrier except for Winnie at this point. But they're all in the back or in her, in Tina's lap or something. So, like, they're not in the way doing anything bad. Six cats. Six cats. Loosen, well, five loose in the car. The other just there. Actually, Bailey was laying on Winnie's carrier, which... Remind you again, it's a soft carrier, so she's literally laying on (laughs) Winnie. On top of Winnie. And I'm like, you're doing that just to be a bitch. (laughs) I know you are. We're about three minutes away from the house, right? I get... (laughs) I get maybe a minute from the house, and Jaden's in the back with these cats, (laughs) and he said, Oh, man! Meowth pooped on me! I fucking lose it. I am not even a freaking half mile from the house, and I about have to pull over because I'm laughing so hard. I'm crying. I can't see the road. I can't breathe. So I finally make it to the driveway. I get out of the car, and I'm I'm doubled over laughing so hard because this has been such a nightmare the whole time. Jaden gets out of the car. Shit just falls out of his lap. Oh, my God. It's like fucking diarrhea all down his leg. I'm cracking up still. (laughs) Tina gets out of the car. She's cracking up. Jaden looks fucking scarred. (laughs) There's cat shit in the seat. I'm like, what is going on? So we finally get all the cats in. We all get in. And then Tina sends him back out to the car to clean the shit out. And he's like, what do I got to do? He's a 14-year-old boy. Well, he's always saying that's his cat, so Tina hit him with, because it's your cat. (laughs) And that was that. He had to go do it. But all of that, because I refused to listen to Tina and do three cats at a time at two different places. So next year, I'm going to do three different cats at two different places. (laughs) I'm glad we learned the... uh... 
the moral to that story the hard way, though. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, him getting shit on was the best thing. that I needed that. <laughs> I just, I looked at Tina, I was like, how many times did he shit on you as a baby? <laughs> several. I was like, mm, now, now he gets to experience it. <laughs> so that that's what's been going on in my life. Not too much. I know my mom caught up on our episodes, though. She's caught up all the way? Yes. Wow. Yes. And she's actually been helping me a little bit. She knows what my next story is. Um, she's really excited to hear it, actually. She's, she really loves our podcast, actually. Uh, it impressed me. I didn't tell her, just so you guys know. I didn't tell her for a while because my mom is not necessarily fond of foul language. And I wanted to be sure that we were actually established and gonna actually stick with it. So, Courtney opened her mouth one day about it. <laughs> my as, mom found out about it. I and did. then I felt like shit because I didn't say anything. And I, I was like, oh, great. Knew. Now she's gonna think that I was just blowing her off. I thought she knew. But I, after explaining it to her, uh, she gave us a listen and she actually really enjoys us and she's pushing us to keep going. She's excited for the new episode. So, our next episode is actually gonna be Judith Ann Neely. And she was born in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Which, you know, is where I went to college. Yeah. And my mom and I lived there for a while and stuff. And my mom still lives real close to it. We have some memories. You and I have some memories. Yeah. In and her husband is actually from the same area that Judith Ann Neely is from. No way. They did not know each other, but he knew of her. Really? So, yeah, I've actually gotten a little information on the next story. And I appreciate you, Mom, for helping me out on this stuff. I can't wait to get this story this out. This is exciting. It's turned into a longer story than I thought. Yeah, I saw your notes. So, it was going to be recorded today, but things got a little jumbled. I didn't get my notes finished, but we are going to be getting that recorded. It's, I think it's going to be a really great episode. I'm excited to hear about it, but it does look like it's going to turn into a multi-parter, though. Just maybe. It, it may. It <laughs> Just... may. It's, it's getting a little long. But we do have an update on... Lacey Fletcher, which has been a really popular episode since June 6th. Yes, right now, sorry guys, trying to look it up. Right now, as we are recording, we are 159 listens. Which makes it our number two episode. And that is phenomenal. It's awesome. I'm glad that we're able to get our viewpoints out there. And I hope that it helps other people see what's going on because what just happened is they dropped the charges on the parents of Lacey Fletcher. Can we just first, before you proceed with that, talk about how ridiculous that is? It is. It absolutely is. Like, y'all neglected her. Clear as fuck y'all neglected her. I can't remember which one it was you uh, you had said. It was either you or Tina had talked about, like, I wonder how much money they may have invested or tried to pay off somebody, which, I mean, mm. of course, that's all say, hearsay speculation. But, you know, it's kind of like, what did what did you do to get off? You know, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm just talking shit at this point. Don't come for me. But, you know, <laughs> I just, I want them to be held accountable for. I want them to be held accountable for what well. they did. Absolutely. I think it's just the the fact that it's just straight up abuse and neglect and that they were able to maneuver the way out of it to kind of get, you know, 
They did something to get they out of it. They did something. Now, now, the reason they dropped it was because of the wording of something. I, oh, okay. I can't remember if it was the, the actual charge, but it was the way it was worded. It was dropped. However, District Attorney Sam DeQuilla is planning to bring the case back before a different grand jury on June 19th. Which, dude, that's today. Well, uh, well, I'm so saying, but like today that we're recording. So that's... Yeah, so I haven't heard anything about it yet. I, I don't know. I still, I guess, a little early well, this was... to be hearing about stuff. I was going to say this, but the news kind of came all of a sudden overnight type thing. It did. Just like how our case, or, you know, our episode blew up overnight. Yeah. Which we are very thankful for. But We had 33 listens on it in one day. Yeah, it, it meant the world to me that that many people it's heard what we said. But, you know, her case continues to be talked about and it needs to be talked about because it needs the recognition that it deserves. They don't need to be able to sweep this under the rug. Yes. Like they're doing with Shanquilla Robinson. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know if y'all have heard about her case. I'm sure you have. The Cabo Six. Unfortunately, it seems like that's getting swept under the rug. America's not going to go forward and press charges and stuff like that. I, I don't want that to happen with this case. I don't want it to happen with any case. But I, I don't want it to happen with this case. This is all specifically in the U.S. Mm-hmm. There, There's none of that bullshit crossing countries. But still, you see cases every day within the U.S. getting swept under the rug. It just disappears. Depends on the money you have, the people you know. It shouldn't be like that. A good person should be doing good things. A bad person should be held accountable for doing bad things. If only it worked that way. I know. I tell Tina all the time, if it makes sense, it ain't gonna work in the world. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. Nothing makes sense, ever. So on to a happier subject... You brought me a gift the other day, last week, actually. Yeah. But two gifts, and Tina. Yes. You got me a keychain that's got all things macabre, like a little iPod or something. It's got a logo on it. And then you got me a keychain that's a little TV with Rick and Morty on it, because you know I love Rick and Morty. Uh, They're super cool. You you brought Tina a keychain that's got Bailey Sarian's podcast on it. Super awesome. Who did you get those from? Jenny. Or Jenny Hollis, I should say. Yeah, not everyone knows yes. Jenny. <laughs> Jenny to me, but Jenny Hollis, the person who designed our logo for the podcast, she was kind enough a few months ago, I now think it was, that she made the keychains for us originally, the little, uh, the ones with the podcast logo. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had made them for a art show that I went to that was to promote the lgbtq plus or the people or people of color and it was very cool to be there and kind of see you know different people present different forms of art and kind of like what art meant to them and it was nice to network and also just kind of to see her and see all the things that she had i know you said you got to catch up with her a little bit it was really nice because i haven't seen her in and not only that you took one of our fans i did i did so you got to spend a little one-on-one time with the fan i did but of course you know it's not just any fan she's no she's a friend she's yes she's very special to me and she also got to meet jenny and it was really cool for her to meet 
and our artist, our artist, yes, and talk and get inspired to continue to do what she does as well. Yeah. So that was that was really awesome. I know you had a great weekend. It was really fun. I wanted to go. I I ended up not getting to go, but I'm really really glad that you took Sarah in place. It was a lot of fun. I loved every second of it. Sarah enjoyed every second of it, and after speaking with Jenny. I think she enjoyed it as well. It was that's really good. fun. She saw a lot of art. I think so. Yeah, she that's, had a pretty good that's turnout. Awesome. That's awesome. I hope she did. I hope you did, Jenny. I know you've got some really incredible stuff. I wish I could have made it to see in person, but I have seen a lot of the stuff you post. It's as phenomenal. you see if the logo. Yeah, I've got the logo have. hanging up, and it's pictures I mean, do do not do them justice. That's what I told you when I got the logo, like the actual physical copy. I was like, oh my god, you got to come look at yes. it, like. I can take a million pictures of it, but it's not going to do it justice till you see it. Yes. It's amazing. Go check her out, guys. I promise you will not regret it. Jenny Hollis Art. She's on Instagram and Facebook? Yes. Jinstagram. Jinstagram. That's right. On Instagram. But that's about all I've got. So to hold you guys over with our stupidity and stuff (laughs) until our next episode comes out. We actually recorded a couple weeks ago me reading a story from the Grimm Brothers. Mm-hmm. It was the Frog King. We're going to start trying to do those every here and there to help us out and help give y'all more content. But look at them, at them as kind of like palate cleansers, but then again, they're not really palate cleansers because yeah. they're a little, they're more fucked up than the they, they were. They are fucked up. This first one... This first one you can tell we actually had a lot of fun with. It was. It was a lot of fun. It was interesting. The, the language was a little difficult for me to read <laughs> from here to there. But it was It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of making fun of things. It's enjoyable to listen to. But we are going to call it Macabre Morals because at the end, we do talk about what the moral of the story is supposed to be. And how we see that fit. If we see that fit. And what kind of things don't make sense in it and what does. We we try to kind of dissect it at the end. And I will say that it may not be everybody's cup of tea, but it's it's worth listening to. And you also can let us know what your opinion is. You know, if you think that what our interpretation of the air quotations here moral was. Or if you have something else that maybe you interpreted it, you know, could to be. Yeah, and a lot of these stories that we're going to be reading, you've heard them in one version or another. A lot of them get turned into Disney movies. Mm -hmm. So, check it out. It's really awesome. Uh, (laughs) To me it is, because I I get to read something that I've always wanted to read. It's an interesting listen. It's interesting to hear the different views through the different times. Yeah. So... Check that out. We're going to get that uploaded for you guys. Enjoy it. Let us know what you think. And until next time, think before you act and think before you speak. Because when you speak, you can get yourself into a lot of shit. That's true. (laughs) You can't can't get in trouble for what you think. (laughs) That's all I've got. So until next time. Bye, guys. See ya.
All research is done by Shelby Hudgens, Courtney Pilon, and Tina Collins. A special thanks to Tina Collins for managing us, and we are a lot to manage. All social media is linked in the description below. Be sure to follow us, and don't forget to leave a rating on wherever you get your podcast. If you have an interesting topic that you'd like to hear on our podcast, please email it to allthingsmacabre.pod at gmail.com. That's M-A-C-A-B-R-E. Did this episode make you say, What the fuck?